Welcome to episode 7 of the Paul Alt Podcast. Is the whole cracking the beer sound effect getting old? Maybe that got old after a few episodes. Let me know what you guys think. Do you guys look forward to that or is it just like, oh my god, he's cracking another beer. Start of every episode, it's so overdone. Like, let me know. Today we are drinking a beer called Tropical Hazy IPA by Ska Brewing. It's called Ska Brewing. It's from Durango, Colorado. And uh, I've never had this one before, but I have had another one of theirs called Modus Hopperandi or something like that. It's like another IPA. So, uh, yeah, so this is good. And on the side of the bottle, it says Lip Up Fatty. <laughs> and there's, like... <laughs> there's, like, a, there's, like, a drawing of a, of a skeleton or a man with no face kissing, like, a woman or something. I have no idea what that means. I think all of their beards have, like, some kind of, like, skeleton face on them, which is kind of sick, actually. Uh... Interesting. Guys, I'm not going to lie. I'm in total zombie mode. I'm completely dead inside today. Because <laughs> uh, yesterday I worked 14 hours, and today I've been up since about 6 a.m., so I've been up for about 12 and a half um, I just finished working, so we were working until about 45 minutes ago, uh, and it's just, it's been really a real big grind for work. But today was a huge day at work, because today we finally launched the new site that we've been working on for like literally a year now, because um, we started in like May or something, like the project started then. May 2021. So, uh, I don't know if I should say the URL. I wonder if that would be a problem. I don't think so, because it's live. I don't really care. Uh, so the URL is www.fxnetworks.com. It is a new site, so if, you're, if you've ever been on that website before, it's completely different now. It's redesigned completely. It used to look a lot crappier. So we've been working on that for a while, and it's finally live, so people can actually see all the stuff we've done. And so, like, it was just that that point where we finally did the initial launch, like people can actually see uh, all this all this work. Kitty, would you like to chime in here on the work effort? What would you like to say? She's like, it took long enough. I'm translating, approximately. She's like, it took long enough? Yeah, fuck, it took long enough. <laughs> but we're at the point where now it's live. We're not done, because there's a lot more work to do. There are several phases of development. Uh, but... It's basically a huge point where we can just say, okay, we've launched this thing. It's, it's a major milestone, huge milestone. 
So, uh, yeah, but I've been, I really haven't had much of a work-life balance to speak of in the last couple of weeks. Uh, it's just been really bad. Um, but I think it's going to start improving slowly. Um, yeah. So... Yeah, so I, today I'm just exhausted, but I do have some stuff that I want to talk about, so I will make this interesting for you. Uh, so, uh, let's see. Where do we want to go from here? On non-work topics, I've made some new acquisitions uh, to the uh, to some general purchases that I think are really cool that I'd like to talk about. Uh, I bought an N64. I actually have one, but it doesn't work very well because anytime you turn on the console, it'll reset the game at some point, like automatically. Like it'll just do a reset, um, and you don't know when it's gonna happen. So you could be in the middle of a fight in Smash Brothers, and it just resets. So I bought a new console, a new N64 that's gonna work better. Looking forward to that because I still have three N64 games at the moment. Actually, four because I just bought another one. So I bought, uh, this is so nerdy, but I used to play, back in the day, I used to play a game called Pokemon Stadium for N64. It was a really cool concept. If you played Pokemon Red and Blue, which I did on the Game Boy, uh, then you could actually connect it to the N64 so you could actually see your Pokemon that you had raised in the game on the Game Boy on the big screen. It was huge. You connect the, your Pokemon Red or Blue cartridge cartridge to the controller via an N64 uh, transfer pack, and you can see all the Pokemon that you've been raising for like years, like in the game. And you can even play those games through like on a TV, which was huge for the time. Um, and so then you could battle those Pokemon that you've been raising in the up uh, in the in the like Game Boy. And then battle them against like AI in the game, and the graphics were great for the time, and the gameplay was great for the time, and it was just it was just such a novel concept uh, to be able to bring your characters from those handheld games into the N64 game. So I was going through TikTok recently. I was just you know doing my usual scrolling, and I came upon a stream. Someone was streaming. They were playing Pokemon Stadium. And they were just streaming it live on TikTok. And I was like, holy crap. Wait, this is a type of nostalgia that I remember. I remember playing this game and uh, connecting it, connecting the, the red and blue games to it. And just being able to play with my Pokemon on the N64. And so it was just kind of one of those moments where I was just like, okay, that's nostalgic as fuck. I need to, I need to be able to do that again. <laughs> so I purchased it. Uh with the transfer pack and uh it has arrived but the n64 it has not it is arriving tonight but it has not arrived yet so maybe as we do this it will come up to my front to my front door perhaps it will arrive at my front door today um i also totally geeked out on something else that i bought <laughs> Nobody's going to understand why I did this, but I have very good reasons that I don't really care if people think I'm stupid for doing this. I bought a Game Boy Color, 
even though I have a Game Boy Advance, <laughs> two of them, two versions of, the, of a console that's more advanced, technically. Uh, <laughs> because the cool thing now in the future, <laughs> in the present, uh, you can buy modded Game Boys that have like a bigger screen, that have like a backlit screen. Like the Game Boy Colors, the original ones, they didn't have any backlit screen. So if you didn't just if you weren't playing in the sunlight or with the lights on and you didn't have like an add-on for that you just wouldn't be able to see the screen like good luck there's no backlight light there's just you, you can't see the screen it was actually impossible to play uh like in the back seat when i was on road trips with my mom and dave uh so so i bought a modded game boy color that has a bigger screen and it has a really nice backlight, so you can play it in the dark, and it just looks sick. And also, Game Boy Colors are a bit different, specifically when playing Red and Blue, Pokemon Red and Blue, because they'll actually color the game in that color. But Game Boy Advance won't do that. It, it was a weird thing where if you were playing Game Boy Red or... If you are playing Pokemon Red or Blue on the Game Boy Color... Like, if you're playing blue, it would actually make the entire game, mostly, almost the entire game blue. So, it's just something that I got used to seeing. And so, ever since I sold my Game Boy Color back, like, 20 years ago or more, I've just wanted that experience again where the entire game is blue. Because with the Advance, it's just black and white. So it's actually a better experience... <laughs> To play the Game Boy, the, the the Pokemon Red and Blue games on the color, which is an older console, but it's a better experience visually. So that's part of the reason why I'm buying it, uh, the mod Game Boy Color. Uh, so it's basically just I'm spending some money just to get a really cool experience, like the perfect gameplay experience for me. And I have money, so I don't care. I'm just going to buy it. I already did it. Um, so yeah. Nerding out about some Pokemon stuff and uh, looking forward to being able to play all that. Uh, fuck. Other than work, this past couple of weeks, I've been just playing RSC a lot, just grinding. Um, again, RSC is RuneScape Classic. It's another stupid old game that I play that nobody remembers. Uh, <laughs> but I have like a specific goal because I have a stream coming up next month. Where I'm just gonna be doing, like, I'm just gonna be making a lot of arrows or something. And so I've pushed this stream out, like, a month, like, three times in a row. I think people are kind of getting pissed. So I'm basically just gonna try to grind out some arrow materials. And, uh, yeah, that's really nerdy, and I didn't have to say that in this podcast, but it is true. Um, so. Hoping to not be playing RSC as much in June-ish, starting June, mid-June, something like that. But for now, I'm just trying to get through that. So on a completely different topic, uh, someone contacted me over email about the podcast uh, for, like, monetization. They're like, hey, I have an idea of how you could monetize the Paul Alt Pod. It was just the weirdest thing to see some random person, like, contact me about how I can make the podcast 
how it can make more money from the podcast or something. It was just like, wow. How am I that big where it's like people are just like trying to give me advice or something? Like random people I've never met are just being like, I saw your podcast and I think you should monetize it or something. <laughs> uh, yeah. that's That was just freaking weird. Uh, apparently you can find my podcast by typing in my full name, which I did not know at all, but I guess it makes sense because if you go to the podcast page on like Spotify or Apple, you actually see my full name, which I wasn't intending because that's kind of part of why I said the Paul Altpod, you know? Uh, but I guess that just shows up. And I don't really have a problem with it necessarily because, I mean, I'm just some that person right that name i'm one of those many in this world like i i don't really care so it doesn't really bother me but i wonder if that's how the like the monetization guy found the pod was he just searching my name or something or i don't know how people are finding it that's what i'm trying to figure out like how are people actually finding the podcast like what are you typing in like I know if you type my full name in, it's like the first result for me, but I want you guys to let me know if that's also true for you, as a specifically the people that actually know my full name. So if you guys go to Apple Podcasts and type in my full name, do you guys get my podcast as like the first result, or is it just me that's saying that? Do let me know. Hit me up, text me. But I am getting that, but I don't know what people are typing, like... I just say Paul. I'm not the first result. So, I don't know. Maybe if I type my last name. Nope, not even on the first ten results. Now I'm going to try Paul Pod. Nope, nowhere. So I don't know what people are typing in that are like, they're like finding me. My analytics aren't telling me that. But my analytics are telling me <laughs> Uh, we have a huge fan base in, in Brussels, apparently. Not huge, but like, I think it's like six listens or something in the last 30 days from Brussels. Um, so, not sure how that happened, but that's pretty cool. We have one play in the last month from the Russian Federation, so someone in Russia found the podcast. Um, we're also getting some from Ashburn, Virginia, which I have no idea who's listening in Ashburn, Virginia, but okay, cool. Welcome in. Lots of plays in Denver, but I don't know if that's just me playing the podcast just to see how it turns out, because uh, sometimes I do that. Um, I don't even know who would be finding it in, pod in Denver unless people are, like, able to find podcasts by, like... I guess I have the word Denver in the description of the podcast, so if people type in Denver... Like, would it, would it return the podcast? Let's see. I'm typing in Denver into into the Apple podcast. Let's try to find it. Scrolling. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything. Not see, uh, I'm not seeing my podcast when I scroll through the Denver podcasts. The Denver shows on Apple podcasts. So this Saturday, I guess we'll get into that. Uh, I did the Saturday cocktail trio that I usually do for my Instagram. I usually make three cocktails on a Saturday. 
they're all three new cocktails, uh, which I've never made before, uh, which I think is a really cool idea, but at the same time, it's like, holy crap, drinking three podcasts, <laughs> drinking three podcasts, I didn't know podcasts can be drank, drinking three cocktails in one night, especially if they're heavy, it's just like so bad, and I'm trying to lose weight, and I keep like forgetting that cocktails are like a lot that's heavy especially the ones i had this weekend so this weekend i made a zombie at home by myself for the first time i made a, a cocktail called the social season which was gin and like pineapple juice and some other stuff i'll have to give you guys the full recipe for that one in a second and then the third one i made was a hurricane which is a uh which is the New Orleans cocktail. And that one was the best of the three. That one was just amazing. Yeah, so the social season is two ounces of London dry gin. I use a beef eater, uh, 0.75 ounce Aperol, 0.25 ounce yellow chartreuse, 0.5 ounce passion fruit syrup, 1.5 ounce pineapple juice, 0.5 ounce lime juice, and a dash of Angostura bitters. It was pretty good, but it was kind of like the weakest of the three, I would say. Um, but the Hurricane just stole the show. That one was, was the best by far. But the Zombie was very, very good. It was obviously very strong, but it was also just like, it wasn't too strong. It was it was solid. And for the Zombie, I had to make cinnamon syrup, which turned out amazing. It's so simple, but it really turned out amazing. Uh, put some in my tea this morning. It was bomb. Uh, basically, I just combined uh, cinnamon like powder with sugar, like granulated sugar, like white granulated sugar, to make cinnamon sugar, obviously. Um, and I just, you know, combined a half cup of that with a half cup of water, put it in a pot, boiled it, you know, let it cool. Turned out amazing. Um, so that was really cool. And uh, yeah, but those three cocktails are just so heavy, like. The zombie is three different types of gin, or not three different, three different types of rum, <laughs> right? You've got 151 proof, you've got uh, Jamaican rum, aged Jamaican rum, which was really, really good. Uh, I used something called Appleton Estate, 12 year aged, really, really good. Uh, and then you've got gold rum, and I used Plantation 5 years aged, I think. Funny thing about gold rum, it's kind of hard to find at a... <laughs> you wouldn't find it in the way you'd expect. Like, when I was looking for golden rum, I was hoping to find, like, a label that said, you know, this is golden rum, but that's not how you find golden rum, apparently. You just look at it and see if it's golden, and then you've got golden rum. <laughs> I thought it would say it on the label, but, like, none of the ones I saw at uh, my local liquor store had, like, the explicit words golden rum on them. And if they did, then they might have been, like, really shitty or something. So, anyway, yeah, three different types of rum. It's enough to fuck you up, but it's also just a lot of calories. Add cinnamon syrup and falernum, which I don't know if that's really heavy or not, but, I mean, you know, that's another booze. Uh, and you gotta add juices. There's grapefruit juice, lime juice, and then bitters and some other things that I don't remember exactly. Uh, 
but just three really heavy cocktails. And so what I'm trying to say is that as much as I love doing the Saturday cocktail trio, it's just, it's, it's so much to, to consume, you know? And if you make really, really good, co- like all three of those cocktails are really good, you're going to be drinking all three. Um, technically, I haven't finished the social season. It's actually in my fridge. <laughs> and I don't know if I'm going to finish it at this point. Uh, I I was, like, it wasn't bad. Like, I didn't put it in the fridge because I was like, eh, this is awful. I would have dumped it if it was bad. I thought it was really good. I just didn't, I was so drunk at that point that I was like, I can't drink anymore. <laughs> but, uh, that's a real danger with, like, the, the trio. Because, like, if they're all, if they all turn out really, really good, then it's just like, you're not going to be dumping them. You could, but, like, why would you? Because they turned out great. Uh, yeah. Whereas, like, if you make, like, one or two really bad ones, and you're like, okay, I took a sip of this. It wasn't that great. I dumped it. I do that a lot. I've gotten really good at doing that, actually. If the cocktail turns out not that great, I, I it's so easy for me to just dump it. I'm so used to it. I'm kind of proud of myself in that way, because I don't know if I would have done that before. Um, anyway. Yeah, so the Saturday Cocktail Trio turned out very well. Um, and I don't know if I'll be continuing to do it. Maybe I'll just do one. It's kind of a cool thing to have it like be a trio, because it's kind of a better picture, too, to have like three cocktails in the picture. Uh, but, I don't know. Uh, Saturday night, I watched some incredible uh, old movies. So I watched Maltese Falcon for the first time, and that was an uh, incredible movie, I think. Um, it's just, it. I don't know. It was just a really good story. It was really good acting. Humphrey Bogart, obviously, fucking amazing, right? I thought that like, the ending of that movie was a little bit weird. Um, and I don't want to spoil it necessarily, but it just seemed like a very kind of like non-dramatic ending. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It just seemed kind of bland. It's like, they found the thing they were looking for, and it wasn't, like, real or something. <laughs> and that was the end. <laughs> I don't know. I might have to rewatch it, because I was kind of, like, um, drunk. I might have to rewatch that one. Uh, and then the, the other one that I started, but I didn't actually finish Saturday night, I finished Sunday. Uh, Sunset Boulevard. And... After watching it on Sunday and completing it, holy crap, that is one of the best, that might be the best, like, old movie I've ever seen. Like, the best 40s slash 50s movie that I've ever seen in my entire life. Gloria Swanson plays this older woman who used to be in the film industry and she used to be a silent film star. Which is, first of all, super trippy because if you look at her bio on IMDb, that's actually true. Like, she, like, when the film was being made in 1950 or 1949 or whatever, came out in 50, she was actually, she, she had already been, like, a, a famous, like, um, silent movie star. And so it was actually true, it was just she was using a different, she was using a character name. So that was super trippy. But her acting was just so good. I love everything about her acting. Like, I loved her, like, mannerisms, like, her way of talking. I thought it was just so funny. And just, I just loved it. I don't know. Um, so I think she did a fucking amazing job. Um, I feel like she would, should have been, she should have gotten like an Academy Award for that performance. Like seriously. She did such a fucking good job. Um, 
But the movie is just like, it's just so good. I don't know. It's kind of like, I don't know. Like, it, it takes place in L.A., obviously, because Sunset Boulevard is in Hollywood, right? And the plot is amazing. It's kind of, like, relatable if you've ever had to, like... If you ever felt like you were stuck with someone that you had to take care of. It's kind of relatable in that aspect. Um, and it's also kind of, like... It, like, if you've ever been stuck in a situation that you don't want to be in, it's it's kind of relatable as well. Um, so, I don't know. It's, it's just really, really good. And something I love about old 40s, 50s movies is always, like, the architecture. Like, these houses were freaking castles, and they looked amazing on the inside. And that's something I love seeing in these old movies. Like, old 40s, 50s, like, huge mansions and their interiors and architecture. It's just so sick. Like, Rebecca is, now it's my second favorite old movie of all time now that I've seen Sunset Boulevard, but it used to be my favorite, and part of the reason why is not just because the story and the acting is amazing, but also, holy shit, the interior of that mansion. <laughs> Which actually might be a castle, I don't remember. The interior of that building or house, just so fucking amazing. Like, just... I'm a bit of an architecture, not really a nerd, but just like an enthusiast. And whenever I see like old architecture, or like old houses, it's just like, oh my god. I just love it. So, yeah. So that movie really did a great job with that. And I really, I just love watching black and white movies too. I gotta watch more old movies, honestly. Um, Melty's Vulcan was actually free on HBO, which was kind of a surprise. But Sunset Boulevard was not free. I had to rent it on, like, the Xbox store or something. So, yeah, so the weekend was jam-packed and fun. And I was going to go to the Sand Dunes on Sunday, which I don't remember if I mentioned that in the last podcast, but it was definitely in the plans. But I realized, like, Saturday night and slash Sunday morning that the drive to the Sand Dunes is, like, four hours each way. So, you lose half the day just driving. Uh, so, I'm going to try to do that this Sunday because I have Monday off. Because I think it's Memorial Day. So, because I have an extra day, I think I'm going to... I think I can, you know, reasonably do that. It, it makes sense because I get an extra day. So, I don't feel like I'm losing too much of my free time for other things. So I'm thinking about doing that this Sunday, because I think it's going to be nice weather-wise, hopefully. It looks like it's going to be anywhere from 44 to 77. 44 being low, obviously, so it's probably not going to be that. But, like, uh, it looks like it's going to be pretty decent. So I think I'm going to do that. I'm going to probably leave around, like, 6 or something. Get there around 10, and then stay until, like noon or one and then head back and then be back by five or six like still get some time to do stuff around the house at night so yeah we'll see if that works out so i've almost perfected hangover recovery uh i've gotten really good at waking up at like 5 a.m and just chugging gatorade and taking some aspirin and then because by that that means basically it works well obviously because then if I had a hangover, sorry, if I had a headache when I started doing that, 
by like seven or eight when I want to do shit, it's it's gone. The only problem with this is fuck, I hate like feeling tired. Like when you have a hangover, that's the only thing that really sucks at this point. I just feel like fucking tired. Like it's just the worst feeling in the world because it's like you don't really feel like yourself. It's not just like I don't know if caffeine would really help with it either. You kind of feel like, I don't know. I think I'm just getting old. Or it's like, I never really noticed that because I was always like in pain <laughs> and puking. And so it wasn't noticeable. And because I've gotten better at managing that, now I'm noticing the tired part. I don't know. But I, I feel like I need to find some kind of solution for the whole feeling tired so that I don't feel like I've I'm just wasting a day feeling tired and doing nothing and being lazy. So yeah. And the final thing is uh, I have a new keyboard. It's so annoying, but I kind of like it. So it's one of those low actuation keyboards where it's like if you press it very, very slightly, like you don't even like push it, right? You don't even push the key fully down. But if you just like rest your finger on it slightly, it, it, it does that. So I found that like if I'm just like, like sometimes I'll have my fingers in like a position where they're on the WASD keys, which for like PC games, that's walk forward, left, back and right. Um, and so sometimes I'll just be typing like W's because I'll just like, I'll have my hand in that position because I'm used to it being there. And I'll just be like, oh, I'm typing W's <laughs> this whole time. Uh, and so it's been really annoying, and there have been some typos and like emails. I've been like, ah, oh. had my finger on the F key when I add that comma for some reason. <laughs> but uh, I love it because it's just—it's not really even quiet. I just like it because it kind of like feels good to type. So here's a sampling of what it sounds like. So I don't know if that's louder than my last keyboard. I don't care too much. Um, I just like the way it feels and it's it's the Razer Huntsman Elite and it's got like a LED like lights on it and stuff so it's pretty cool. I dig it. Anyway, I think I've been rambling long enough. This has been a totally zombified Paul Ald uh, rambling to you about things in my life and uh i think that's pretty much it for now hopefully next week i'm more awake <laughs> and making more sense uh so stay tuned and i will see you guys next week peace To write you this song